This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. I was disturbed. I was disgusted. We do not tolerate people assaulting police officers. But in a court of law, and our profound obligation is to make sure we have the right people charged with the right crimes. Yeah, you tell them. That's a scumbag Manhattan DA, low-life piece of shizzle, Alvin Bragg. God, what a piece of garbage. Quick shout-out to my friends listening right now live at JNS Studios in Jerusalem, where me and Justin did the show last week for four days. Alex Trayman, the CEO, will join me coming up at 8.15 locally this morning. And uh, Avia Asner, she's listening right now, and Dove and... And uh, Ryan, the whole crew at JNS Studios. We've also got Mark Provisor listening somewhere in Jerusalem. So my WhatsApp is on fire right now with folks listening all over Israel, which is great. But uh, Alvin Bragg doing the talking there. That brings me to my next guest. She's terrific. Been here many times before. Her book is Super Moms Activated, and it's uh, done very, very well. If you haven't bought it, go buy it now. And that is our friend Jacqueline Tobaroff, who actually came in. This morning, I spoke to Jacqueline about midnight, so she didn't sleep much either. Good morning, Jacqueline. How are you? You. Thank um, you for having thank, me. Thank you. You didn't sleep uh, very very much last night, did you? Four hours. It's still dark out. I went to sleep. It was dark. I woke <laughs> up and it's dark. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, for coming in. We uh, we spoke a little bit when I was in Israel and uh, Eric Adams. The issue, of course, with the the migrants, the illegals beating up cops in Times Square. You heard Alvin Bragg there. The credit card situation. So, where exactly do you want to start with this, Mayor? I mean, things are so bad. You went away and it just, it reminds me that weak men bring about very weak times. So we had a mob of illegals beat up cops after looting, by the way, a nearby store in Times Square. That is where Broadway is. And you get extorted by cars to go there. You're visiting a crime scene. And when you leave, it's total, it's mayhem. You're basically in a crime scene. That's the city. And then on top of that, he wants to, uh, the mayor, after these migrants did that, the crime scene you're talking about, and it's not just exclusive to Times Square. We've got major problems in Brooklyn, you know, robbing stores in King's Plaza and uh, also violence there and all over the country, really. Now he wants to find a way to give these people credit cards. Explain that to me. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Basically, on the heels of these illegal aliens beating up police officers and then, by the way, getting lost, they've supposedly fled to California, so we can't even keep track of our criminals. We then reward criminals, illegals by definition, and give them $53 million in debit cards. By the way, that number is a total lie because there is no stopping the flood that's coming here. So you think it's a lot more than $53 million. Yeah. I mean, this is a pilot program. So then why would the mayor, I mean, look at his approval rating. It's it's terrible. In all these polls, uh, these uh, fictitious race between him and Andrew Cuomo, the former governor who's got his own issues, right, he's beating Adams by upwards of 30. It's like Trump DeSantis, same exact thing. And uh, talking to people who know the governor very well, he's going to run. He's not waiting for Eric to be indicted or go to prison. None of that is true. Andrew Cuomo, write it down right now, take it from me, is going to run for mayor, even if Eric Adams is a free man. And right now, if the race was today, he will bludgeon Eric Adams. And a lot of that is because Adams, on one hand, talks about the crisis. On the other hand, let's give him credit cards. 
Let's continue to bend over backwards to make them happy while Americans, homeless veterans, are miserable. Why would he do that? Well, he has this weird distinction of being with de Blasio. Everyone hates Adams. It has nothing to do, despite what he says with his race. It has to do with these terrible policies that he has ushered in. He has destroyed the greatest city in the world, which is New York City. Well, it was destroyed before. I mean, de Blasio destroyed it. But I think the problem was, the expectation was, Eric Adams on his white horse, former cop, he's going to solve the crime crisis. He's going to make things better. So I think think de Blasio destroyed the city, but I think the expectations were... Adams would fix it. He's done anything but. He's done anything but. You know, he was labeled a moderate, but he was never a moderate. He ran. He campaigned on allowing the then non-citizens to be able to vote. And at the time, they were 800,000. He was a radical when he was campaigning. Zero surprise that he's acting like he's acting now. And it turns out, look, people don't like these policies. You are a great mother. And every time you come on, my wife enjoys your, your visit because you talk about the kids and the school. And you actually did one for city council at one point. Yes. Are you going to do it again? I don't know. If if you run with me, maybe we'll do <laughs> yeah. it together. No, thank you. I'll help you win. Okay, I'll fine. make sure you win, but uh, it's all yours, sweetheart. Then I'm in. All right. This uh, article came out in the Post talking about the kids. Around 80 New York City educators attend divisive anti-Israel seminar to learn tips for teaching kids about, quote, genocide in Gaza. So this guy, Banks, comes in, and a lot of people liked him. Said, oh, this guy's a pretty good guy. You talk about Adams being a disappointment. This guy, Banks, is even worse. I just explained for the last 40 minutes what our trip to Israel was like and how disgusting, disgusting these crimes were committed by Palestinians. Yes, they're they're Hamas. They're still Palestinians. And they're going to teach these kids in class about the genocide that the Israelis are committing in Gaza. Explain that to me. Well, Banks and Adams have a very long history. So... The whole thing there is very strange. Banks has presided over what has become the Islamification of the New York City school system. It is disgusting. And this also goes right back to Eric Adams. They are obsessed with DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, which is racist and anti-Semitic. And you saw that ridiculous sham of a press conference where Banks called two of these people that participated in that Hillcrest Hamas outpost as extraordinary. They were amazing. They could barely string a sentence together. If that's the state of our education, it's pathetic. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. And how can Eric Adams claim that he's there for the Jewish people? And I've seen it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I actually went to Gracie Mansion when Jewish Heritage Week was ending. Mm-hmm. And Eric put on a marvelous speech and a lot of Jewish dignitaries were there, you know, these asshole liberals that continue to vote for Democrats right. who hate the Jews. Uh, they're all there, and they're all proud. Eric is my guy. So on one hand, there he is, you know, kind of like Biden. Biden says, I'm there for Israel, but he funds Iran. Eric, the same thing. I love the Jews, but he's got, he's got a guy like Banks working for him who's okay with teachers talking about Israelis committing genocide. How does he do that? Yeah, well, isn't it fundraising season, like always? I mean, isn't that how they do that? I think you're right. That's what it comes down to, basically, right? Right. 
Uh, he could uh, fundraise all he wants. <laughs> it's kind of like Nikki Haley. She, uh, she's got a lot of money, but she's not going to beat Donald Trump. Right. He can fundraise all he wants, but right now he's taking a beating in, uh, in all of these polls. All right, so uh, clearly you don't think Eric Adams is doing a very good job. This guy, Brad Lander, he's the controller. So it turns out, Jacqueline, that Brad Lander goes to a dinner last Friday night. You ready for this? It's a Shabbat dinner. But, but... These are all anti-Israel, pro-Palestinian animals. And this guy, who's the controller, who's Jewish, this is Bernie Sanders, this is Ron Kuby. This guy sits and eats with these people, and he's going to run for mayor too? Brad Lander? Right. We have to start differentiating. Not all Jews are pro-Jew, are pro-Israel, and pro-America. We've seen this with Soros. We've seen this with Zuckerberg. We've seen this with Bernie Sanders. And yes, we're seeing it with Brad Lander. When you hang out with Shahana Hanif and Sandy Nurse that are virulent anti-Jew haters, don't give me the BS that you are pro-Jew. You know, I see you a lot on Instagram in uh, very exotic places. And you're not afraid to wear a bikini on social media. God bless you. No, I'm not. But, <laughs> I know. I'm wearing a bikini now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've seen you on the beach in Miami. I've seen you in, in other places, I think, out of the country. All these beautiful places. But yet, here we are before 7 a.m. on a cold, dark New York City morning. <laughs> and here you are. And, and you're thinking about running for office again. I'm always amazed by people who can get out of here. Like my boss. John Katsimatidis, he's worth a couple of billion. He does not have to be here. He can live anywhere he wants in the world, and yet he's still here on the Upper East Side. We just had a really good 10-minute conversation of why the city is basically a hellhole. Why do you keep coming back? Okay, I think this is crucial. We should not be giving up seating New York City. This is our place. Where the hell are we going? The illegals are streaming in here. There is no safe space. Yeah, Florida's nice for the moment, but we're going to have to absorb these illegals unless we elect Donald Trump. And by the way, hermetically sealing the border is not enough. We have to excavate the illegals that are here. What are there, 40 million? They have to go. Fetus, child, uh, look what's happening. It's the children that are the problem. We need to get rid of every single illegal. So when folks buy Super Moms Activated <laughs> by you, Jacqueline Tobrov, what are they going to read about? They are going to get the blueprint to get politically activated. They are going to see what is coming round the pike. The 12 Super Moms that are in the book forecasted every single thing that's happening. This book is more pertinent now than it was when it came out in June. Uh, you have to see what's coming. You have to prepare your family, and we give you the tips inside. So on the way out, great conversation, great seeing you. If they predicted everything that's coming, yeah. did they predict even worse down the pike? Where are we in, the, in those predictions? Yes, it is worse. We're going to lose a generation or two. It is, it oh is worse. God. It is It's <laughs> bad. You've got to protect your family and your kids, and we give you the tools inside the book. All right. Go buy it today, folks. Super Moms Activated. She's the great Jacqueline Tovaroff. Great seeing you. You're my first guest back here in the United wow. States. Okay. Yeah, it's a big deal. Congratulations. Nice Thank to see you. you.